0: Maybe today's the day I break 80 Want the ball to draw, but it keeps them fading No OB and no BOEs I gotta keep it on the 80, is the gold way hit it on one, straight up the gut, baby Now
1: I got a wedge on my short game cravings Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy So punch out the rough and tune to Break 80
0: Break 80
1: Break 80. This guy's pretty Break dope. 80. Fantastic finish. Break 80. In your life have you seen anything like that? This is episode 44 of the Break 80 Podcast outs here joined by Mike and Tim. And as the snow continues to fall here in Minnesota, so does everybody else in the golf world besides John Rom and Scotty Scheffler. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, this week in the golf?
0: Well, you know my my initial thoughts this weekend weren't about golf; they were about this podcast. And if any of the uh, Silicon Valley banking investors are listening out there, once the government once the government refunds all your money because we know they take care of all the rich people, uh, <laughs> if you're looking for something to invest in, how about the Break Eighty podcast? We, we're looking for sponsors. You know, <laughs> we're a startup. We're a startup, just like everybody else was at that bank, supposedly. This is this could be your next opportunity.
2: We're we're more proven than most software companies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> more longevity than than <laughs> most startup software companies.
1: Well, um, I don't know. the The, the two horse race seems to just continue down the track. I mean, at this point, it's a it's a John Rom versus Scotty Scheffler. Out of the five elevated events, those guys have won four of them. I mean, come on, guys, leave some money for other guys. I mean. It's no. just like no. Uh, so you oh, can always go
2: to the live tour. Go to the live tour if you need oh some money. God. it's a perfect place.
0: The uh,
2: I I love this though. It, it's reminiscent of Tiger. Tiger going out and winning every other tournament he entered so, back in the day when he was good. Let's,
0: so speaking of Tiger, this is what's crazy. So so. Scheffler's on this run for what twelve or thirteen months, but a little over a year. I think he's played like. Oh, what a data golf. I was looking at data golf tonight before the pod. I think he's had like 27 PGA tour starts or something like that or professional starts. He's won six. That is tiger's career win percentage for his entire career. Just think about that. How hot of a heater Scheffler's been on. That's roughly what tiger Woods did for his entire career. How insane is that?
2: I mean, I you could put a... money on tiger to, to win one out of three when he was hot, hot. I mean, he was, just the man to watch. And uh, it's nice knowing that there's going to be a two-horse battle every every tournament. It's it's kind of like when the Yankees were winning. Yes, it sucks to see the Yankees winning sometimes, but America loves a dynasty. Uh, we love the Chicago Bulls. We love the the New York Yankees. For some people, uh, they like the the Dallas team for football. I'm sorry. They're not relevant. You don't need to remember Warriors,
0: the Warriors Patriots. I don't, know, I don't know why people like them. They suck. Yeah. Um, your team losing their quarterback this week. So you're going to be. Terrible.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's anyway, a, we'll rebuild with love.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, we've seen streaks like this before, you know, I, I suppose the last one where a guy got really hot was Jason day probably for about a year there. And twenty he was that 16, 2015, 2015 where, I think he vaulted all That's- the way to number one in the world, um, I just see it kind of being a sustained thing for Scheffler. He just doesn't see, he seems unflappable. He doesn't really have any super weaknesses. We'll talk about his putting later. Um, I think, what does he have? 10 career starts in majors and six top tens. So he's good. He's good in all the different venues. Uh, he's just a damn good player. Yeah. yeah I don't, don't think only... there's like a, I I don't think there's
1: like a, it's, what's really weird. Like this, the way that he wins and the, style of different courses that he wins it's like you can't you can't just say he's a this kind of player or he's a this kind of player because he has such a good short game and he's proven that he can get up in any kind of grass I mean it just seems like he doesn't need his a game to play well like I don't think he had his a game this week and unless you count like certain stretches that he just really played well but like there was a lot of holes that he you know he should have made birdie and he doesn't or um you know he you know, misses a fairway early, or yanks one left, and you know he wasn't like he had like stretches of like five, six, seven holes where he just looked like he was going to you know obliterate the field, and then he kind of you know especially early in the tournament he was just kind of like sitting at even forever, you know, and then he kind of got hot at the end of the first round, you know, let into the second round a little bit, but it's just like I just feel like he's a guy that doesn't really. You know, he's not kind of like Rory, where Rory's just like, when it goes bad, it just goes bad. You know, it's just like yeah. he just kind of kind of loses it and just doesn't really ever get it back. And and just, I don't see that a lot from him. So, I also don't see, like, has he ever shown any injury whatsoever?
0: No. I, no, no. Yeah, he, uh, he was kind of teetering, like, the first four holes on Sunday. He was, he had the pulls, if you noticed that. But I, I think the problem kind of was is, there was nobody to challenge him. Like, Min Woo Lee fell, you know, fell apart. And uh, there was nobody there. If somebody else would have been there, maybe, because he got to, like, the fifth hole, I think, where he hit one in play finally off the tee. Like, he was in play, but, like, in the fairway. And mm-hmm. then from that point on, he was like, oh, I figured it out. And then he went, he birdied, like, five in a row in the middle of the round and just kicked, yep. chipped in twice. He chipped in three times for the week. His short game is unreal, which is, is it bizarre? Doesn't it seem unorthodox, kind of, like, compared to the other tour guys? When you watch him chip, it seems like it's a little more like handsy. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like the rest of his swing. I think like his footwork and everything on his full swing. It's just, everything is a little unorthodox, but he's really good.
2: So to the, the Instagram haters that have been all over my footwork (laughs) on my, my, my most recent posts from uh, both Florida and from, from Scottsdale. I've got, I've I've got a role model who needs good planted feet. You don't to win tournaments. You put, and that's uh, what I'm bringing. That's what I'm bringing Scottie into the those, uh
0: quest to qualify. Put Scotty in those white joggers you had on in the simulator there, other night, and we'll see how oh. he looks in those. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about Instagram that. Quest to qualify,
2: okay. <laughs> I, was, I thought those were some was, good looking pants, guys. Those I were mean, some solid pants. Those are coming straight to Cali with me.
0: What do we think of Rory I mean, at at the players? I was um, I was really showing. disappointed. Really disappointed. Yeah.
1: That's I why you he can't was, put him with the other two. You can't. He just he has those like moments where, you know, I know Ram is did not play on the weekend very well at all at, at the at the Arnold Palmer. And, and um, you know, he obviously can, you know, have his moments, too. But just Rory just seems this. I think it's body language like Rom gets mad and then bounces back with a birdie, you know, like he or bounces back. Rory just kind of his body language just displays that he's just I don't have it today. I just don't think I'll find it even when he makes a good shot nobody thinks he's going to make the putt like it just it just seems like that unless he gets something jump started like where he gets an eagle or he gets something to get him going it just seems like he just doesn't have the who knows he he's been busy he's got a lot going on i mean he's you would think the golf course is like kind of is a sanity right now with all the other stuff going on in the world like if you just can golf and not think about anything else but uh playing well not well is only going to add to his um List of stressors, in my opinion. I think I i I
2: don't go ahead,
1: Mike.
0: It's he's a one I like, Roy Roy's one of my guys because he's fun to watch. But he's he's so reliant on the driver when he's hitting the driver great, he's great. He wasn't hitting the driver that well at all. At the well, I think he doubled the first hole, his first hole, he, he yanked one or whatever. And he doesn't put the driver away. You know, some guys will put it away and just get it in play and like try to figure, like Min Woo Lee, not on Sunday, but like Saturday, he started hitting that two iron. He hit that like 290 yard two iron on 18 that one time. And he's just, just, they find some other club and that's Rory's, that's his weapon, the driver. And when that thing's not on, he's screwed. Um, cause he doesn't, he doesn't have, I don't know, um, I don't know if it's grit or whatever, he doesn't have the short game like Scheffler or, you know, Rom doesn't doesn't get in trouble with the driver too much usually, but he actually did a little bit that first round. But yeah, I don't know. Rory's sitting the driver terribly. He was never in position.
2: I wonder about the the way that players are described too, because Rom gets brought up. Like you said, if he has a bad hole, he gets angry. They call it like that Spanish fire that's in him. That that Spanish temper. And then you look at a guy like Rory. I mean, Rory's from Northern Ireland. And we're not we're not talking about the fire within the Northern Irish. I mean, talk about resistance. Hundreds of years of going up against what was the the greatest country in the world. You you would think that Roy would have the mental stamina to to weather a couple of these these bad holes, but it's like he shoots he gets a double on a hole and he just does not recover quickly.
0: Well
1: what the, what what club did he use was it a congressional? He just like ate the course alive with a three wood?
0: Maybe, but he had a lot of driver there too. That's a soft golf course. He loved yeah, yeah, the yeah. golf course. Was that
1: the Nike Vapor where he was just ripping back then? Yeah, we're talking maybe. about Fat Rory. Yeah, like where he just absolutely crushed it behind me here. About to I go feel like he just on eBay. he just he just lived off that free wood in that in that tournament. From just you know the faint memories that I have of it.
2: So I'm I great know. irons too. He had the the Nike Vapor Pro irons too. The the what the Oakley sponsorship with the Jumers
0: badge right on the front the mm-hmm. uh the players doesn't matter to Rory he's won it before he's just gearing up to finally do it to complete the grand slam this year at Augusta where you can spray the driver all over the place on half those holes and doesn't matter that much cuz it's just pine straw um he'll be he'll be ready to roll boys i mean and this is kind of getting back to Scotty again cuz you know Rory didn't
1: even make the cut this week so we're spending a lot of energy on Rory but you know he's known as the third out of the I would say the third wheel at this point, uh, you know, from, from current results. But one of the things I noticed was, you know, a lot of guys in this tournament, you know, talk about the, you know, the best players in the world where Scotty, when he doesn't have it, it seems like he's making pars at worse. He's making a stress-free bogey. You know, it's like, that's his, he only made five bogeys the entire week at a Pete die, you know, with some wind and some weather. I mean, it's just, it's almost feel like oh he's not playing very well, but he's just making pars. You know, it's like where everybody else has got sprinkling a triple, sprinkling a double. And it's like he won by five. Tyrell Hatton was the only guy on Sunday that kind of besides Hideki made a run too. But you know, Tyrell shoots a 29 on the back nine, posted a 12 under. And Scotty's kind of just wondering, well, is that all is that all anybody's gonna shoot on me? Like if I can just kind of coast in, it's gonna be a piece of cake. So it was just kind of interesting that nobody really there was a snoozer in the back nine.
0: I got. I'll, I'll gripe in, I'll gripe in a little bit here about how I think the toughness of sawgrass and Pete Dye is overrated. I don't think it's that hard. Uh, I think it's wind dependent and firmness dependent because well, Saturday and Sunday those guys lit that place on fire because it's not very long. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. The floor for Scotty Scheffler is so high; he has not finished outside of the top fifteen since October, when he, <laughs> that was the last time he was outside of the top fifteen when he when he made a start on the PGA Tour, which is insane.
1: I also have to ask this, too. Like, is, this, is the is the hire of Ted Scott something that – I don't think it's something we can overlook. As soon as he hired him, he started to win. And I think there's something to do with their personalities that calm Scotty. Because Scotty talks about, you know, he was crying before he teed off on Sunday at the Masters. I mean, there's just – I think he's a, he's a typical guy that doesn't show a lot on the outside, but maybe has a lot on the inside. I know he, he talks about how he's gotten angry. Like that was one of the things that, um, I really liked reading this weekend. He's, he said, as I'm, I'm a naturally angry golfer. Like I expect to hit a golf shot. I don't hit it, but I'm just able to kind of keep it inside and not display it. Well, I think there's a lot going on in there. I think something with Ted Scott has just absolutely clicked with him. I think he's given him some calmness. I think he's given him perspective. You know i I know you know to bring religion into play, but like he just kind of gives him something to and and I follow Ted Scott on on Twitter or on Instagram, I should say and and like, I think it's like every Sunday he gives like a little sermon, like a little perspective, and it's just really light something to think about for your day and I feel like he's with that with with Scotty and for whatever reason, Scotty can just kind of Ned Flanners his way around the course on a on a Sunday with no stress, and all of a sudden he's winning tournaments so i, he's yeah, like- I
2: He's, he's buff Ned. He's buff Ned yeah. when, when yeah. Ned got all ripped and in shape and, and sexy you know, you, Ned.
1: Yeah, you got Phil and Bones, Tiger Stevie. Is this another one that's going to be like, you know, well, what,
0: Whatever it is working, historical? I, believe, uh, I believe Ted Scott, I saw it today since he started caddying for Scheffler's made like $3.6 in the last year as a caddy.
2: A lot of donations to the church. I think that group... The only thing that they must fear now that they're together has to be God. That is that is it. There's yeah. no fear of the other players.
1: There's no fear of seventeen. Some...
0: What if what no, if somebody what if shot. John what if John Rom shows up one day Spaniard all red with nothing but Diablo Calway Diablo stuff just all devil stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's gonna be Calway's new way to get to get to Scotty is just have nothing but Diablo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well he just he's still playing that stealth two driver that has that red face so maybe maybe they make an angelic blue one for there for were scotty. a lot
0: of murmurs that uh they, well i saw i saw somebody had a post on like instagram of it was scotty schapler's face on like a spider-man body holding together like a giant train and the train was tailor-made because a bunch of those guys <laughs> went back they, a couple guys went back to the sim Two because of the i yeah. liked it better during the week or something <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, R- Rory talked about the driver. It was Morikawa's back to sim too. Yeah. So, do we have any
2: idea why that is? So, in in talking to Hunter at Golo Golf, it, Rory Rory had made that change back, and he actually doesn't even use the Twist Face technology. He has a special driver made, uh, so he can feel the mishits because because traditionally, if you miss hit with that um, that Twist Face, it puts spin onto the ball to help kind of correct on toe and heel hits. And, uh, he had said that Rory doesn't have one because he wants, he wants less spin on the ball. He wants to make sure that he feels those miss hits. So his driver is even a little bit more specialized than just your average Sim 2. Um, but I'm not sure. Was there a reason that they, they moved back? I know for me, the stealth across the total face kind of feels the same. I said dead center.
0: I don't know. I saw it at, the, at Riviera. Tiger was playing the Sim 2, like, 3-wood steel or something like that. He still had a Sim 2 something in the bag also. So maybe the carbon face hasn't been as good as...
1: Can I uh, can I post this question to you both? Let's say that you are a franchise owner, you know, or you are the owner, you are, like, the general manager, and you get to pick one guy to kind of start your franchise in golf. Would you take Scotty or Rom um, from this day forward? dave parsons
0: (laughs) i just want i want someone yelling at the people well hmm, that's a good between those two i would probably still take rom and i would still take rory over those two both of those guys because if you're owning a franchise you're trying to make money and i think rory still has the wow factor for people more than the other two well you make money by winning well, but if you're a franchise owner in the sports, you make money by selling tickets and merchandise and all kinds of other crap. Well, <laughs> I'm
1: thinking, well, yes, but I'm, I'm ultimately thinking like, well, Tom Brady's not exciting. I mean, he's yeah, kind of but... like a, he's kind of like a Scheffler. I mean, he's not, he's not your, your, um uh you know, your Patrick Mahomes passing it left-handed through or no look passing, you know, the entertainment value. but
0: He's got a lot of advertisers still. I don't see a lot of Scott Scheffler advertisements yet. It, it, Tom
2: Brady does a good interview too. Uh, it, he at least gets in front of the camera. It, I had this this aha moment thinking about Scheffler hasn't really been featured much. He doesn't have many talking points in a lot of these tailor-made ads. He's just swinging the club, and I, I wonder if he's apprehensive to really get in front of the camera and have talking roles in a lot of these commercials. Because yeah, well, I mean, guys like guys like JT have more. Guys like um, like Rom have more. I mean, English is Rom's second language, and he talks more in front of the camera than than uh scotty does
1: have he, you heard of scotty interview though like it's not he doesn't give you any much it's like um,
0: there's not, not much there it's kind of like dj his marketability isn't great you know like that's his. that's the issue like rom and rom and scotty are clearly the one like rory's like in a separate tier currently at number three i think i think there's like three tiers there's there's scotty and rom then there's rory alone and then there's kind of everybody else and But Rory is still, like, if you asked any company, we could start from scratch, who are you taking out of these three? I bet you they all take Rory just for the marketability. But okay. if I think just straight golf, I think I would go Scheffler. I just think he's uh, – Rom is great too, but, like, there's a lot more, like, peaks and valleys with Rom, where Scheffler's just steady. He's always going to be up there somewhere. Like, look at his – last year in the majors he won augusta he got second at the u.s open he was up there on the leaderboard at the at the open championship and i don't even remember what he did at the pga but i'm sure it was something decent like he's he's been a machine of just consistent good golf he does not he When was the last thing he missed a cut i don't even know
2: first off i, w- I would want to pick the actual world number three for my spokesman <laughs> Which is Camp Smith Because he's phenomenal in front of the camera He's a good interview And uh, he's he's just kind of one of us at heart um, I think I might take Rom overall though Just because uh, I think there's more of a market In, in Spanish speaking countries that could emerge How about just golf though? Kind of nice There's just this... more flair I'm a big Scotty fan I, I like Scotty, I like what he's doing for the game I think he's like the morality that that golf wanted to find in a post-Tiger drama era. Uh, a shout out to the airport trip. That was Savage. Um, for Zach's hilarious. But I th- I think that Scotty really fills a good role for the tour. I just don't think that he's that personable when it comes to selling things. I need not, a little bit of
0: sex appeal. I don't know if you've checked the official World Golf rankings lately, Tim, but Cam Smith is no longer number three. He's That's number be- five. He's number five. Uh, He just got passed this week by another, you know, big time, big time marketing machine. You know and love Mr. DeWalt himself, Patrick Cantlay is in fourth place now in the world rankings.
2: (laughs) Just think about (laughs) him too. Zero speaking
0: roles. Zero. (laughs) I just want him on a Home Depot ad. (laughs) He's up to fourth in the OWGR. I was actually. We
2: need
1: the editing crew. We need the Home Depot theme to play right now. This is kind of going off of uh, this is kind of just in general. Like when I think about thoughts on just the tournament overall, I thought it was interesting some of the strategies that people played. And it goes back to even hole four on Sunday. Min Min Wu hits an iron off the tee and gets into the right rough. Scheffler bombs a drive way kind of left, right? Well, the strategy in that hole is you better hit fairway. And if you don't, you better have a wedge in. And so Scheffler said, Why not be super aggressive? If I end up missing, I can still take out a wedge, you know, hammer it through the rough and get it still over where these guys lay back and make a mistake. And that actually goes off of my golfing philosophy. I've always been a guy that says I can hit a five iron just as bad as I can hit a driver. So why don't I get distance out of it so that if I'm in trouble, my chip out is a lot less. My, you know, my next club, if I'm in the water is a lot shorter like I, I'm not a good enough iron player to think that way. So I've always, if there's not much to gain, and like I can still hit a wedge out of a rough with a dr- you know, after a drive, instead of hitting a, you know, a seven iron out of the rough, I'm gonna hit driver every time. And Scotty seemed like he was doing that. He was taking driver where not like not a lot of guys were.
2: I can vouch yeah. for your gameplay too. Is is Jeff hit driver on every single par four or par five uh, during our sim? Our sim time on Saturday morning. I think there was one.
1: I didn't, I think I didn't on one. I think I hit out two iron.
2: No, no, no. I remember going, you know, there's a choke point starting at two 30 and you go, <laughs> I think it gets wider at two I'm like, no, oh, it's <laughs> definitely getting narrower. And you proceed to like loop, uh, uh, draw in yeah, into the narrowest part.
0: I mean, go, I... go ahead.
1: And it's sim golf. You gotta, I mean, you can hit out of trees just as well as you can hit out have I mean, just
0: let it rip. You know what my big takeaway was of the players? Yeah. I think the difficulty, you know, everybody wants to talk about Pete Dye. He makes it so difficult and so tough and all this bullshit. Pete Dye doesn't make that golf course tough. The wind and the firmness does. Look at what happened to that golf course once they got rain on Friday night and it was soft. Those guys torched that place. Tom Hoagie shot 62, and when you listen to him talk about what he hit, driver 8-iron, driver wedge, driver 9-iron, driver 7-iron, irons into the par 5s. It's not that difficult for those guys when there isn't wind and they're not guessing. Like when it's it's soft and it's only 7,200 yards, that's not long by PGA Tour standards. Those guys were killing that place. If you were shooting – if you shot even par – on that saturday round you were getting dusted by everybody there were a ton of 66s and 65s and um, they lit it up that's but that's they- not a pete
2: die anymore though that's not his creation they they took out all of the the brush and they put in pine straw and they cleared the trees and they put in the pines and it used to look rustic it used to have waste bunkering um they had more bunkers in place and bigger moguls. It, the place was difficult to where if you were offline, you you were dropping. Now it's you hit out of some pine straw and, and generally you might have a little bit of a, a narrowed gap, but you at least have an angle and you've got a stance and you find the ball.
0: Unless and it wasn't would... like
2: that when it first started in the 80s.
0: Unless you're Minwood, you see him in the pine straw, took about three shots to get out of there. Well, here's the other thing. It's that day that
1: they went super low, from what I gather, I'm using my sources here. It sounds like they put the pins in pretty easy spots. P- pace of play was a concern. Pace of play on top of that. Remember, they had basically had to cancel. Was it Friday afternoon? They had That's a restart. Strange, so man. they, so they put pins in spots that was a little bit more accessible. You know, the speed of the would, would speed up a little bit, so they could guarantee that they get it in. That's why I think you saw some more birdies, you know, like I'm thinking of
0: like. But even Saturday, even Sunday, Tyrrell had shot 29 on the fucking back nine. Yeah, but that was a little bit of a. He made five birdies in a row. Tell me a diabolical golf course that somebody makes five birdies in a row coming in on the closing holes. That's impressive. I mean, first
1: of all, he hit out of the woods on 18 somehow. That was to a good the. Shot. You know, it's not like he, I mean, he still has to hit the golf shots. And from what I can tell, most of the golf shots require some type of a shot. You know, whether it means, you know, your second shot in, you have to hit it over, you know, trees to cut it in, or you got to draw it. Like, I still think it gives you some tough visuals, and I think there's certain spots, like, if you know, like, in your head, if you know you miss here, you're probably not getting up and down. So, like, that whole aspect on some of the players probably impacts them more than a Scotty Scheffler who, you know, doesn't care where the pin is, doesn't care, I'll hit the green no matter what.
0: I mean, yeah. So, I, think it, I think it goes to show you that you look at like Bay Hill last week and you look at the first two rounds before the weather came in and it rained and, at at the players. And then you just look at the rest of the schedule. The only thing that slows these guys down are either you grow the rough way up, like the U.S. Open, or you get the golf course playing incredibly firm and fast like they do at Bay Hill and, and like TPC was starting to get to any ten any type of soft conditions unless you're playing at like 8000 yards these guys are too good they just carve it up and they just light it up hey
1: guys i i i think we as a as a break 80 family need there's a guy that we need to sponsor we need to sponsor max we need to spot no, not max oh just he just finished actually no he tied with max we need to sponsor nick watney he went 79 yeah. 79 this week what a hero <laughs> I mean 79-79. Tracked 80 both rounds.
0: Taylor you, know, shot 80. you see, Pendiff That man needs a, needs a hug. <laughs>
1: so well, I mean, yeah, Max McGreevy goes 69-89. I mean, that's uh Lucas Haber or Herbert, how you say it on 82-85. He did not break yeah, 80 both. Not rounds. a good,
0: not a good uh first two days for him. Aaron Wise and
1: Kelly Kraft both went eighty-76. Molinax shot eighty-five on friday i mean jeez friday, friday was the Didn't fun round really? to watch it was windy um there's a lot of guys that shot very high 70s so i don't know what it is um you know we're i'm looking at a lot of professional great golfers shoot 77 or higher here so weather definitely i mean you saw it last year that was a, obviously a clear but it does it does impact and i think they have a hard time with wind factoring certain things and because the the greens are kind of formulated and in you know certain spots where they want to get it because it's a it's a tough chip up or a tough up and down they're trying to be a little bit more probably perfect than they have to be. I don't know. It's interesting. I think there's something to it though because this tournament has always produced some bizarreness. You know, it's like who is that guy? Why is Johnny Vegas you know close to winning this year? Why is why is Ian, you know Ian Poulter having you know, basically almost kicked off the tour and all of a sudden finishes second? You know.
0: Because it takes away, like, um, you don't have to hit it a mile because it's like a a lot of weird, like, cross fairwaying. And you, you watch it on TV, and it's like, this is a weird looking fairway, like, it angles crossways across, so you have to hit it to certain spots. Um, you know, other holes like they had the one that was like 287 yard par four, but some guys, some of the longer hitters are forced to lay up on some of those holes, even though they're not that long of holes. Um, and that brings some of the other guys into into play a little more, I think, anyway. But I don't know. And the wind and the weather is always crazy there.
1: Yeah, for being a tremendous field, you know, like they always talk about, when, you know, the best fields in golf, you know, all the time. And you always get a couple of randos that just show up here where they don't really show up in some of the majors. You don't just get a, a random guy that just decides that he's going to compete for four rounds. But you always get somebody to pop up. Now, this, I will say, Sunday the cream did kind of rise. You know, you had Scheffler, Hatton, Hovland, you know, Hoagie obviously, you know, played well, but then you had Hideki, you know, you got some, some world-class Homa saw um, saw would be kind of your random this, this year, I guess his highest finisher Lingmurth, Where, where did he come from?
0: He's been dead like the last five years. I He's think. been dead.
1: You know, like how is he competing in one of the best fields in golf, quote unquote, right? So I don't know. It's just a, it's a really, you know, bizarre course. And, um, I don't know, there's a lot to take away from it. I just think it's uh it does provide great entertainment. I love this closing stretch. I love eighteen. Like don't you get stressed like with the back behind them angle? Like I when like you're the watching
0: it. 18. That's
1: funny. Yeah, the t shot on eighteen when you get to see it from behind, like that is like you get stressed just watching it. Like are, in, in most often somebody's bailing, but somebody every once in a while will just come up, just rip the perfect draw. And it's like I you just like in your head, like the balls on them is just, you know.
0: Well, I think so, it's it's become a more interesting hole. And and Brandel Shambly, if you watch the Golf Channel, was all over this all weekend about how when this course was built, you know, it was built back in a day where you had to work shots. You know, you had to hit draws with persimmon and you had to hit fades. And none of these guys hit the draw that well because they never have to anymore. They have all went to hitting the high cut, you know, because it lands softer and it's more easy to control. So on that hole, since none of them hit the draw that well, they have to all, you know, take it over the water a little bit and try to cut it. <laughs> Uh, and they end up blasting into the right trees like Hideki did, I think I saw on Sunday. Although it was it was like Minwoo Lee's two iron on Saturday was like Tiger back in the day. Just rip a low hook and just roll That was forever. sick. That, was, that sick. was
1: sick. Well, Tim, anything else from the players? Uh, looking forward to
2: going down hopefully next year to go play it for the low, low cost of $840. Nah. That'll be higher uh, by then. The, the podcast probably, 900, we'll call it nine. Yeah. Podcast is always looking for connections and ends. So if you're in the
1: Hanover Verde area hey, and Tim, uh, you want to you wanna sponsor the pod. If if Cam Smith can't get in, you're not getting in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you so, live right down the street,
0: too. You, you lives exactly, the road. Yeah, but exactly. Here's the
2: thing, under pressure, under pressure, I hit the big hook. So I just, I know I am right of the trees. I let the pressure just reel me in and i'm gonna hit the perfect hook into that fairway now
0: with the current driver you're gaming from what i saw in the sim it was the block right cut
2: well it's it's an impossible club to hit
1: left (laughs) i guess the only thing i also mentioned one more before we move on here is the uh, fact that there was three hole-in-ones this year Yep, that was kind of fun
0: the crazy one on sunday alex smalley that i think that ball goes in the water if it doesn't go in
1: that that was very unlikely to be a hole-in-one with how that went in. Like, that, if that was your shot that you had a hit for it to go in, it was that the percentage of that happening. It seemed like more like you missed a little left, and the funnel down to the right was the way that you're going to probably get one besides that. So, I don't even, know, fun.
0: Even higher odds than a hole-in-one was the one guy who hit it over the green, it trickled over, and then the ball stopped in the uh, pylon. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the right. post, you see that? I
1: did. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I don't know. I, I'm kind of sad. It's like my first... The Players is like my first like... I just love the Players Week. You got live from the Players you know, all week. You can watch that. Throw that on the Golf Channel. You know, it's just I love the song. The Players of the Players. I love that song. You know, the next one is obviously to look forward is the Masters where you start hearing that. But like, I don't know. I'm just... I, I always get like... We go through this winter and it's like, ah, yes, we're finally here at golf. And then when these events stop like knowing that they're done for the year, it's kind of depressing. I mean, we're we're four elevated events already into the season, and we can't even as a, as three people we can't even play real
0: golf yet. Uh, that's going to be like well.
1: You two can't weeks play weeks real yet. golf.
0: That's going to well, be I'm like six weeks I'll,
1: here. I'll be playing next Monday, Tim. Oh, there we go. So I'll be, in, I'll be in Florida. So, but yeah, I don't know. I just kind of get sad. So we are moving on. Um, We've got the Valspar this week. We're, we're staying in Florida. We're in the Florida swing in the heart of it here. Uh, we got Copperhead in Innisbrook. The Valspar. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a, a course that you can appreciate um, shots. It's going to be very tight. It's going to be ball strikers paradise. Uh, tight dog legs. If you're not very comfortable with your 175-yard club, you're going to probably be not very good this week. And then on top of that, it just offers, you know, your your typical Florida um, water in certain cases and your in your um, pine straw and trees and things like that. So what are you guys' thoughts on the Valspar this week?
0: Uh, my main thought is I am so ready for the Florida swing to be over. Just, <laughs> just, let's just get this shit over with and get on to Austin for match play next week. What? I love the Florida swing. So it's every course looks the same. It's like it's watching fantastic. the same golf tournament five fucking weeks in a row. It's so bad. Thank no, God. it is actually copper. Copperhead's particularly unique. It's a Larry thank... Packard
2: design. Oh, thank you. You know what I, I just thought
0: about? Course. It could be a Hewlett Packer design. I don't care. Just get to Austin next week for the match play. You know what I just thought about, boys? Maybe I should get on, uh, get on property on Sunday. You
1: should. There you I'll go. I'll only be like 40 minutes away. Yeah. Let's see what should. a ticket I... is.
2: We we have not uh, no. It should be free. I I emailed the good people over at the PGA Tour. Our credentials should be here any day.
1: Heck yeah! Well, let's life. get in there. Life I I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll throw that idea out there. I mean, heck, go see a little Sunday uh, and at, at Innisbrook. Bring the kids, family. Bring the kids. Family.
0: That's, that's right. Fun at apparently <laughs> the to... kids
1: get their face signs now. So if I just bring a sharpie, they'll sign their foreheads and face. There you go. And so there that's you what I, the
2: courses. It's unique. It's very unique. So Larry Packard didn't necessarily patent the double dog leg, but he was the double dog leg king before Pete Dye really came around because uh, he was designing courses through the 50s. And Larry didn't really start golf into, what, he was in his 30s when he started playing, so was a bit late to architecture and actually designed airports before. So he he helped design the O'Hare Airport. So if there's a the Chicago o- listener's.
1: Did he do the double dog leg runway? <laughs> Just, <laughs> <He should have. laughs>
2: That's only for the spirit flights. He has,
0: uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> the, he's got the least impressive list of golf courses I've ever read for a, a designer.
2: Okay. He he did help with a couple courses that were on my dream 18 though, because he helped do some of the redesign of both Theo worth
0: and Columbia. So he did he we, did, Cy, did Cypress but not the Cypress you're thinking of. Cypress Run in Tapron Springs, Florida.
2: I was going to say Cypress Dunes in Myrtle Beach.
0: <laughs> no, no. He's he also did Turnberry, but not the Turnberry you're thinking of. The Turnberry Country Club in Crystal Lake, Illinois. <laughs> he had he had a couple he had a couple big
2: ones. Echo Valley in Des Moines, um he did what?
0: Uh, wait, what? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really should Goes to he's really racking his brain here to compass
2: some stuff. Uh, no, he <laughs> uh, he did Eagle Eagle Landing in in Peoria area, which is uh, the general the general is a big course. It was a top one hundred years and years and years ago. Like Innisbrook Copperhead was a top one hundred on my list. It's crossed off already, fortunate enough. The thing is a bear. The thing sucks as a regular normal player. It's so narrow off the tee. All you see are trees and dog legs.
0: That it's not. It's guy. not.
2: It's a long way from a
0: runway. Kind of we've like esta- um, we've established that the course sucks ass. Um, I got I mean, no game- the property. <laughs> would, 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 <laughs> the be, would would the colonial be with a colonial
1: kind of be a, a decent comp? Like you're just kind of trying to. Yeah, without water, colonial without Without water. water. yeah, okay. it's so
2: much water, yeah. Innesbrook has water. It, the
0: other thing, too, it's not,
1: I
2: mean, it's affordable to go to, so you could even stay on property. It's 250, it gets down to 180 a night, all the way up to 360 a night to stay on property. But the thing is so outdated, it looks like they stole it from the early 2000s. The <laughs> drapery, the carpet, the bedding, it's just, and, and I stayed there years ago. It was outdated even back in 2014 when I stayed there. So the the place could use a little bit of a revamp and the course could use a little bit less trees, but it is cool that that Packard did come up here to Minnesota and help out the munis with some redesigns.
0: Well, I got a game for you boys coming for the Valspar. The, uh, the field is actually not that bad, but then it's also pretty bad at the bottom. So do not, you cannot cheat and look at, look anything up here. I got 10 players. You got to tell me. We'll see who wins this battle between you two. If their world golf ranking is over 500 or below 500, here we go. Wesley, wait, wait, wait,
1: hold on a second. Can you do me a favor? Can you tell me who is 500? Like, I just need a name that is like representing 500.
0: Uh,
1: that that will help me. If I at least like, I need to know what the gate. Are we going to
2: recognize the name?
1: I, I just want to know what a 500 player like sounds like
0: <laughs> i gotta go way down the list here let me just, get just going. give
1: me a yeah just give me like a little idea of what a fi- what right. 500
0: L-W-G-R. is let's see it's not scotty scheffler all right <laughs> uh, um
2: it's gonna be like ian poulter because he hasn't had any points in forever let me
0: find it here Holy well crap. tiger woods is what 975 yep tiger's 975 number 500 so- is joe high Oh, I know him. Le- lefty no,
1: from Pepperdine.
0: Just an average, a- average, everyday Joe Highsmith is number 500. How do you in the world. know that name and his college? Here we go. So, knowing that Joe Highsmith is number 500, you tell me over, under Wesley Bryan. He's in the field.
1: Now oh, he had the injury for a while. If you're injured, how he do did, you know who this did is? Drop. Wesley Bryan's the Bryan brother. Like, he was, he started off like a trick shot
0: artist and yeah. like.
1: Started well, getting on the tour.
0: Over or under?
1: Now he's got credentials to be under 500, but God, oh, currently he. T- I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say now he's over. Five
0: hundred. Go three ninety
2: four. Three three ninety four. He's Tim's inside going under, Tim's
0: going under. Jeff's going over. Current official golf ranking: seven fifty
2: eight. Uh, Wesley
0: Bryan. He's over. Woo! Jeff's got one. What are you? Some sort of like. Golf name savant over there, Jeff. Here we go. Right, I... We'll see. We'll see if Jeff knows this one in the field. Trevor Cohn. Is that C O H? Former, is that C A? Like David Cohn, foreign pitcher okay. for
1: the Bats. Oh, I um, this one I don't know. Over or under. I'm gonna go. Must still go over because I usually. I think I would know.
2: Going go, going under. I
1: need. I need to be the.
2: The ying to the yang here.
0: Tim's got it. Trevor what? Cohen, 4, 463. Oh, squeaking world, it in. In the rankings. Trevor I mean, Cohen. I've
1: never heard of him.
0: Here we go. Wow, you, guys like, bo- you guys have both heard of this guy playing. Jason Duffner, the Duff Daddy. There's uh,
2: How could he be outside the, the top 500?
1: So you going under? Yeah, he had it. Yep. It's Duffner. He's, He's going under, Duffing. Jeff. <laughs> this <laughs> is Duffing. like the, the weird, the guy I don't know is under 500. The guys I do know. Could be above five hundred. I think he's throwing that at us because I think he wants us to think that he's under. I, I
2: know. I'm going to go over.
1: Just...
0: I'm going over. Jason Duffner's official world ranking this week: seven forty two. He's <laughs> fallen to seven forty two. <laughs> what
2: happened to?
0: What happened to Duff? a major winner. All right, here's a guy I don't know if you've heard of, Brent Grant, in the field.
1: So I'm going to go. I'm going to go under just because. The, the game we're playing I'm, I'm i'm kind of picking up on things I'm, I'm i'll go over just to
2: try to get a point back here
0: he is 357 in the yeah, i'm, I'm oh, getting man. i'm figuring out the game i'm figuring here it out Here we go <laughs> kelly craft he's been around forever kelly craft just shot 7 he shot
1: 80 and 77 this week kelly craft is in the field He's got some nice, nice flowing locks. Um, he's again. He's very much like Wesley. Like he just kind of randomly will. I just don't think he's done anything substantial to earn any points.
0: I'm going to go over five hundred. Over for for uh, okay. Jeff, Kelly Craft.
2: Yeah. I'll go. I'll go over as well, just because that's a name I recognize. <laughs> Tim, and...
0: Tim, you had a, you had a chance to catch up, Kelly. under uh, uh, four ninety nine. He's number four. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <No> <laughs> <world>. <laughs> Kelly Craft. Uh, here's a uh, name I've never heard of. Kevin Roy. He's playing somehow. ROI? ROI? Somehow playing this week in the Valspar. They couldn't just go to the to the Corn Fairy and get all the good Corn Fairy players, apparently.
2: See, if it was I, ROI, so it's R O Y.
0: R O Y. If it was ROI,
2: I'd say inside the top 500, but I'm going outside the top 500. I You're am, too. I Aaron just don't.
0: You're thinking Aaron Rye.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I can't. There's nothing I got. Kevin Roy. 398.
0: Easily How? into the top 500. Like, I, I don't know. Corn Perry? I just have no. Where, where is everyone? Who's, who's playing this week? Kyle Stanley.
1: I do know Kyle Stanley. Like that. Didn't he, so he basically, he blew was at the waste management one year. Like he just blew it. But then he came back the next week and won.
0: Yeah,
1: He's from uh, Gig, Harbor, Gig Harbor, Washington. Yeah, he's a Washington guy. God, what what is in your um, memory? You... I, I just I remember stupid things. It's not even anything worth. It's it's dumb. Like I have no I have no like personal skills in terms of like I can't fix anything. I can't do anything. But I'll remember like who the point guard was <laughs> of Arizona in nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> it's like it's just so dumb. The plumber comes over. You're well, like whoever you can random
0: it. sports knowledge. Whoever could pass payment? it to Sean Elliott the fastest. That's who the point exactly is. exactly.
2: So I don't know. I'm going inside
1: the top, top 500. Tim's going inside top 500 for Kyle Stanley. It's Kyle Stanley. I, I'm going to go outside. I think he's just very much similar. Like all the other guys, he's like the Duffner. He's like Wesley Bryant. They're not getting points. They're not. Yeah. I missed. I don't. Seven, I don't know. 70,
0: 773 oh for Kyle exactly. Stanley. <laughs> so Duffner,
1: Stanley and Wesley, the guys that we know the best that I would are all above 500.
0: I was going to add JB Holmes, but he didn't have a ranking on the, on the thing. So he's on a medical, ex- <laughs> he's on a medical exemption. Here we go, Jimmy Walker, major winner, yeah. back again playing.
1: Man, just the fact I, he said back again makes me say outside because he had Lyme disease. Like the dude was like dead for three years. I got to yep. go over five hundred because he just hasn't. Nope, he's four twenty-eight. You both lose. Just...
0: He's, <laughs> he's four twenty-eight. <laughs> Another thing
1: right about now. Jimmy Walker, he's he a he's a big telescope
0: guy. He's got a gigantic <laughs> yeah. telescope. He loves space. He would win every golf tournament at Waveland in Des Moines where they have a giant like telescope thing <laughs> on the golf course, oh,
1: yeah, they do. <laughs> Jeff, how do you remember that
0: i i
1: like again, I think I like this kind of stuff about golf. I don't know like you can't I can't tell you what kind of shafts I have on my golf clubs. I can't you know that kind of stuff just doesn't stick with me we next two...
2: week on break eighty, which p g a tour pros love astrology?
0: <laughs> we got two left. Tim can't win, so should I just give them to you? Yeah, I just gave him to us. Jim Herman is in the field. He's at 523. And Vincent Norman, that is, yes, that is a professional golfer, not a pharmacist or something, at 337 is in the field. I do not know him. I I don't
1: obviously know Jim Herman.
0: Tim, you're going to have a chance for redemption in a different game, a shorter game for the DP World Tour before we do World (laughs) Picks. Okay. Oh, God.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to you pronouncing those
1: names. (laughs) So you're saying the Valspars, you know, these non-elevated events are really going to be electric.
0: It's got, but it's got JT speed. It does have
1: a decent field. uh,
0: Fitzpatrick, Rose, Sam Burns, Keegan Bradley. It's got a decent field actually. It's better than like the John Deere, the 3M and some of them are.
1: So, well, it's, I mean, we've kind of previewed it. Should we get to picks?
0: Yeah, let's do some picks. We all made money last week.
1: Let's uh-huh. save our D. Let's save our DP World Tour picks
0: until Mike's little game, and then we'll do yep. our DP picks. So let's do all of our Valspar picks. We all made money. We all cashed our top twenty play at the players. Uh, Jeff had Adam Hadwin. He made four hundred dollars. Tim had Tom Hoagie, but he only bet a hundred, so he ended up making thirty dollars profit for because we we all lost our bets. <laughs> and I had Justin Saw top twenty, so I made seven hundred last week. So we had a positive week finally again for the Break Eighty podcast. So, what are we doing? What are you guys picking for? We have five hundred dollars. You had to pick one from the DP. So whatever you're spending is could be different. What do you got for uh, um, Valspar? Who's going first, Jeff? Quiet, Tim. Quiet, Tim. Tim can go.
2: Well, I uh, I need to go big or go home, and if if my record on knowing obscure players golf ranking points was any tell on how my gambling has been on this <laughs> segment. Uh, but I believe in a three Pete. I believe in a dynasty. And I think that Sam Burns can get a little fancy. Sam Burns, the third Esquire. I think he's going to break something out at Innisbrook for us and go back to back to back. I'm going to put 200 on him to win. He's plus 1,600. I need a payday. It is hurting. I'm also going to go, just because this this tournament itself has had a lot of back-to-back winners. Sam Burns, Paul Casey, lots of guys have won here multiple times. So if if you start to kind of get on a little bit of a heater at this course, you've got a good chance to do it again. Um, And Keegan Bradley has done that. So I'm going to go keegan bradley to win as well uh he is plus 2200 i'm gonna put 200 dollars on him as well because to be completely honest when it comes to the dp we're at a new course and uh you guys like to get your coffee in the morning and and memorize players i don't necessarily always wake up for the the dp or at least put it on
0: if i if i didn't have a job like tim I would sit home and just watch the watch the DP all morning on Thursdays and Fridays and just drink coffee. It's amazing.
2: See, unlike you two older podcasters, I get up and I
1: watch the YouTube golf videos. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what um, do you got for Belfast? well? You can you can throw us. I think we we all have Keegan to win. Do we not? We all have Keegan to win
0: at some point. So let's I throw
1: think. that down. Um, I'm just putting one fifty. I think Tim went two hundred. I will say, he missed the cut last week. Didn't look good. I actually, had him in fantasy golf kind of frustrating because he blew up on some hole. I think he got like a triple or no, he got a, like an quad. He quatted one hole. Like he, he was coming in the week playing super well. Um, You know, he came off a of top 10 at, at the Arnold Palmer. He's well rested mentally and physically from not playing this weekend. So I think he's a, he's a good pick. He finished second in 2021. So it's not like he's, you know, he's had success or he's won there. So what else can you say? Has he, wait, he had, does he, did he won there once?
0: Now he got second.
1: Second. Okay. So he's not, he's not. 2021 okay. runner up. Okay. Got it. So Tim, are you done with your picks?
2: Yeah. Until, okay. uh, okay. Until, until
1: we okay. get to DP. Yeah. I, I am going to throw in another hundred dollars for Justin Rose to win. I'm a rosy guy. Uh, we got good vibes. Guy. Anytime I pick him, he wins. He won. At, he won for me at pebble, took it home. I liked how we played this week in a tough golf course. You know, he had not been playing great up until that point. He missed the next two cuts after he won. He's back refreshed. He's off his hangover from winning, and he's ready. He's hungry. So we're going to get, uh, you know, he's got actually two. He's got some history there. Top 10 in two of his previous four times there.
0: Probably a good course for his game. He's He was so poorly dressed on Sunday. I almost did it on <laughs> TV. Like, what is he doing? Who who dressed that man? He's got the white Pumas on from like five years ago, black pants and like a forest green shirt. Like what in the hell is happening right now to Justin Rose? I should all say I've got one more bet quick here. Adam
1: Hanna, I'm going to go top five for 150. So again, past winner, top 10 last year in this event, 13th last week, played very steady. Most of the week just didn't have like a super low round. He, he kept like, you know, chipping away one under here, two under there. Four under here, but he just never had that Tom Holgysk. He'll make a
0: run round. Does Adam Hadwin have a super low round in him? Does, doesn't he seem like the kind of guy that plays well on tough golf courses? He's just a grinder.
1: Yeah, I think if he does, it's just a really quick flash. I don't. Know, I, I know he's a he's a good putter. You know, a good decent iron player, but yeah, lacks lacks pop. I think is what you would say. He just lacks like a lot of ability to go super low.
0: I got uh, I got four hundred dollar winners. We're going straight winners this week mainly because I really hate this golf course, but uh I got Keegan Bradley also runner up in 2021. Pretty good form, except for the players. I think that's going to be an anomaly. I got Justin saw again this week to win hundred bucks. He's, uh, he has, let's see, I believe at the Honda, he got like fifth. He got 24th at Bay Hill and he got T six at the players. So he's playing well. Uh He seems like one of those guys that could maybe break out and win. I also have had one, but to win. Uh tough golfers. And then I got a guy who I have been harping on this podcast That's like day one. He's too good to have not won. And that's Denny McCarthy. He was up there again at the players playing pretty well. Had sweet Carolina blue pants on. Great dresser. Um, and he's a really good putter. So I got those four all hundred dollar bets to win. On My to the GP, DP, game. which how can people not love the DP World Tour? It's on in the morning, so you can just get up and drink coffee and watch golf. Nothing better. They play at some funky-ass places like Kenya Open this last week. And this week, they're at um, St. Francis Links. It's in South Africa. It's a Nicholas course, which most of his courses are shitty. But this one looks amazing. Um, And... Yeah, I don't know. It's a wild field. So here's the game I got for you guys for for redemption for Tim. Can you name the country that this player is from? Here oh, we Jesus. go. Tim's got, got a better than, chance at me than this. The, the the DP World Tour is a. There are people from all over the place in the DP World Tour. Here we go. I've got a no chance. I only got like six. It'll be quick. Maximilian, because I love this first name. Maximilian Kiefer. I got a guess. Can I go, or do you want? Sure, go ahead.
2: I'm yeah, going Germany. I mean, More yeah, German. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go Denmark.
0: He's German. He's a German. You know. You know why I knew that one?
1: The only reason Cooper. why I knew that one would be the Maximilian that came my senior year as a foreign exchange student That's <laughs> from Germany. The the Germany. The Let's German go. Man, I guess. Maximilian. I'm using all my context clues. <laughs> Put them
0: together. Here we go. Here's the next one. This guy's actually in the top ten of the DP money list. Which, by the way, my guy Victor Perez, who I picked to win once, is number one. Rory's number two. But Victor's playing at the Valspar this week. I should have took him. Uh, Semi velamaki Wow.
2: Um I have the country kind of... of origin, please? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Salamaki? Is that what you said? Semi Velamaki kicked ass in Thailand on the DP World Tour. There's your There's oh. your sentence.
1: I'm gonna go. What's his first name?
0: Semi. S E M I. Semi. Semi. I'm going to Italy. Let's go Italian.
2: I'm going. I'm gonna go with Greece. I know there's not many golfers out of there, but <laughs> I don't
0: know if I've ever even seen a, Greece, a, Greece. a Greek golfer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i like, you thinking tour. John Travolta or what? It's like, <laughs> yeah,
0: he is from Finland. Hey. Finland. Finland. Ah, here we go. This might be one of my favorite golf names out there right now. Henny. O'Kennedy. Hmm.
2: Gotta be Irish, hey. right?
0: O'Kennedy.
2: Kennedy. Likely likely Catholic, too.
1: <laughs> Henny. Say Paddy's um,
0: Day guy, Henny O'Kennedy.
1: Um, I'm gonna go um England.
0: South Africa. It's a home game for Henny O'Kennedy. Oh my god. I, I never would have guessed that. Here we go. This one's a normal name, but you'll if you get the country at I will buy you a beer the next <laughs> time we go out. Benjamin Follett Smith. Played his college golf at Mississippi State. I looked this up on his bio so I get the country. Oh my gosh, I have no Benjamin chance. Follett um, Smith.
1: Gonna go Australia. I'm going to go Um Norway zimbabwe
0: oh, <laughs> god we, we were that. close oh <laughs> zimbabwe golfer in the field <laughs> I had zero chance here we go manu gandas manu gandas oh that's
1: gonna uh, like Can i see you know that? that's that sounds
0: it sounds going india Gondas. it sounds centering
2: uh, it sounds it 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 Portugal. sounds like I, i've i've found part of part of the reason
0: to he be is from india Okay, Ty, you guys are tied on our last pick. Here we go. It all comes down to this Johannes Veerman. It all comes down to Johannes Veerman.
1: That sounds like another German one to me. Well, he's in Poland now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your guess, Tim? German
0: you're both going german <laughs> what a chicken shit yes <laughs> damn. i throw up my spine i'll go polish there's no polish <laughs> golfers that was a trick question he's from the good old us of a so we tied one to one so who's your pick who do you got to win this thing on the dp Go ahead, Jeff. Right,
1: Tim, what do you got? Well, Tim, we, go okay, ahead. I'm going to go. Hoost Luton, top 500 bucks. Oh. His last two events have placed third, one, a solo third, one, a T third finish. Hoost Luton, kind of a little guy, got little curly hair.
0: You know, probably likes the visor. I like um, to call him the uh, Charlie Hoffman of the DP World Tour because he's he used to be on the first day leaderboard of Augusta like every year when he was eligible to play. Yep. Yeah. Tim? You know, I was going
2: to. I was going to put a, a little bit of a spin on this and change who I was originally going for. But Jazz jazz is not playing, which would have been a great question, too, of country of origin.
0: Shama is is. Jazz, or...
2: Joe, Jazzana, whatever. Jazz it, is from I...
0: Thailand, isn't
2: he? Yeah, it's jazz did one and Korea. I think
0: he's, yeah. I, I think he's Thailand.
2: But yeah, it's sticking, sticking to one of the only names I know in the field, uh, going with uh, Rafa Cabrera Bayo. to win in my last hundred dollars.
0: All right, well, being that this is a Lynx course, I'm going with a with a Lynx golf specialist T12th at Royal Troon in the Open, eighth at Royal Brookdale, ninth at the Scottish Open. Huge Lynx guy from England, Matthew Southgate, to win for uh, my last hundred. To win this thing at uh, the DP, everybody, get your coffee ready and get watching.
1: All right, we'll satisfy Mike's little mini—I don't know—you want to call it for the DP tour. I don't, <laughs> I don't have passion for that. I'll watch it for a little while, but I do not, uh, I do not keep in touch with the DP. But, anyways, should be a fun week. Um, you know, we got uh, some some Florida golf to watch. Getting match, you know, we're ready for the match play next week. That'll be fun. A little bit different style, something uh, different to watch. Um. Let's do a quick update before we kind of, you know, sign off here. A quick update on what everybody's doing on their quest to qualify. Any any updates on, on your games, on what you're doing? Uh, well,
2: I mean, you oh. were there with me on Saturday. I, I'm now carrying the ball. Carrying, because Mike Mike is making me do the carry numbers. That's the only number uh, that matters, two, the carry. 264 two with my x, 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 x shaft. And... Even moving the ball left, which speaks horribly, because I'm gonna snap hook everything as soon as I get a regular shaft back in that that club. But uh, we're
1: learning and we're picking up speed.
0: Um, Jeff, do you want to talk about the joggers before I go? Ahead yeah, and... I was gonna
1: say like I didn't know like I don't know if you had more bogeys on your card or I got more DMs about your pants. Who, who's hating <laughs> on the joggers? Those are fashion. I mean. White joggers that I don't know if you call those joggers. Those are like more like capris, like you'd you'd buy in like Switzerland. Like they they came up maybe just past the calf.
0: Those were those were aggressively high. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I wouldn't even call those joggers. That was like, you. I don't know if this is an Iowa thing, Tim, but this is definitely a northern Minnesota thing. They were like. Long underwear you'd wear, you know, underneath your stuff in the winter, like white long underwear with a, with a zipper on the side. <laughs> I thought it was perfect for when he went to the water on 17.
1: He can just kind of step in there without getting his pants wet.
0: Oh, man. I well, don't know who's I...
1: hating on all
2: this fashion, but uh, I thought that was pretty forward. You know, I thought that was uh, just you watch the joggers are going to start to shorten over time and uh they're hey, gonna start you to look you, a little bit like you, you
1: do you you do you you don't worry about what anybody else says you just do yep. you do whatever yeah, you feel like is it. comfortable
0: well i have not touched a club since a week ago when was, when did we go to the hunter's place there tim like last sunday i think it was maybe or something
2: I no yeah to over over a week you are but... hitting the you're hitting the shower at the gym though
0: yeah, I gotta go shower at the gym because I've doing a little bit of working out in the mornings. I gotta go again to early tomorrow morning since my water heater is still out, but I think we got a solution to that. But um I did have an epiphany watching Scotty Scheffler play golf. You don't have to putt that well to win. Like you just like look at Scotty's stats. I looked this up. This is after the players for the year. He is second in strokes in total. First off the tee seventh and approach 21st in, you know, around the green. So scrambling great in everything except putting he's a hundred and first on tour. He's like very average. So if a guy can just get to average, you can do very well. If you hit the ball. Okay. That's my new, that's going to be my new mentality. I'm going to be like, you know, do what Scotty would do. You, you know, just practice hitting the ball. Fuck putting just going to go with it we're just going to get better at hitting it full swing and, and, what, and work on a lot can, of chipping uh, Just tons of chipping good, I can,
2: love that theory <laughs> i can teach you how to do the footwork too mike i got you
1: well i played my second sim round since you know i haven't really played i mean i played a little bit at you know hunter's place once a couple holes but this is my second full round i shot a 76 at sawgrass i was under through eight and then i absolutely lost my short game touch i went i four putted from 15 feet i had a birdie putt from 15 feet i walk with double i had three other three putts i three putted 17 i three putted 18 so i was like just a disaster on the back nine on the greens but i feel like overall i hit it fine i'm really happy with my iron play i feel like i i'm hitting a lot of solid shots i'm i feel pretty like i'm pretty curious to know how I'll play in Florida. Like I just feel pretty comfortable. I guess the only thing I'm a little concerned on is like you never never quite know where your driver's going. Like even in the sim, you can't really predict that that's kind of what your ball will be like whether it be, you know, um trajectory or I always for some reason tend to not hit it very far in the simulator, but when I play with buddies and stuff I'm just as far as they are if not longer so it's kind of a weird thing for me but I just want to make sure that my drivers dial and I feel like I love my irons I'm feeling confident over a wedge I feel short game and putting is solid so I just need to see where the driver is in Florida and if it's good we're gonna keep those positive thoughts going because it looks like we won't be playing golf after I come back for uh, a couple of weeks yet still or a month maybe Lots of would, would you dog.
2: say you lost it when uh, when I unzipped part of the, the bottom of those joggers? I think that's time? probably when I started.
1: To, that's going to be my first bogey, was when I saw <laughs> those things get unzipped. The, the joggers of ultimate power now.
0: I'll be <laughs> back at... Uh, I think Tim's going to go to... We'll be back at Inside Edge next Tuesday, the 21st, I think. Kevin's got his uh, out-of-bounds oh, yeah. stuff going on.
1: Yep. Come come for more fashion tips. Um, Tim, do you want to just chat a little bit about your plans for uh, California before we sign off here.
2: Absolutely. You're getting to Florida. Uh, I am just under two weeks out from a San Diego trip and excited to say staying with friend of the podcast uh, in Carlsbad. And I didn't realize how close it is to, to LA. So it's kind of a middle point. We've got both Tories, Tory North and South. We've got Rams Hill and uh we're adding in Pelican Hill. So it's it turned from maybe getting one or two top one hundreds into the possibility of getting five in a, a short four day span. So the the Dang. budget the budget completely blown out, but the no possibility stay, right? of fun is endless. No stay, free stay. So yeah, free so stay. That's... Are,
0: you staying, are you staying at uh front of the pods?
2: Yep. Nice. Yep. So is Ramshill top
0: hundred?
2: Ramshill's in the new top one hundred, and Pelican Hill, both north and south, are in my twenty twenty top one hundred.
1: Hey Tim, got a question for you. Are you going to pretend? Is, does Dwight have a way for you to pretend like you're a resident to get the Tory rates? Is uh, there a way that I'm you can sure. kind of fudge that? Is there a way that you can kind of get around that? Because if you're if you're like you're saving loads of money, like
2: it's like yeah, seventy dude. bucks to play it. The only way I think that would, would really work is if he pays for both and I Venmo them back. You know, I do the whole I lost my wallet thing. And, you know, I may look like a responsible grown adult, but sometimes you you misplace your wallet. You forget it at the house. <laughs> so they,
1: so they, they like make you pull out your ID and every, I mean, how's that? Normally, yes.
2: TPC Deer Run, for instance, has you pull out your ID and, and verify. And it's the I reason I still you. have an,
0: an Iowa ID i can tell you from experience at tory pine south they did not make me show anything but this was in this was in 2006 so okay. uh 17 years ago i just gave them my relative's address and paid the 38 dollar twilight fee to play tory pine south
2: there things are go, a little bit 10. more
0: expensive than that but yeah
2: yeah we're we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. I, oh, I'm that, very excited to, to get I just some good weather too. Was that
1: does it have to be? A, is it a is it a San Diego residency?
0: Is that what it have to be, or is it the a county. California? It's the county, the
1: county that you. Okay,
0: because uh, yeah, Tori's technically in La Jolla. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, boys, I don't know anything else before we shut her down. I guess we we can say that we're gonna be throwing together on event. Should we talk about that quick?
0: Yeah, we're working on it.
1: Yeah, working on it. It's kind of in the in the workings. We're gonna work on a masters event. Um, we know that we won't be playing real golf um during the masters, and everybody will have the itch to play. So why not play Augusta on the simulator? What Mulligan's golf? We're gonna try and throw in a little event together, a little masters Saturday. You know, get some cocktails flowing, get some uh some Eagles on, you know, 13 going, see if we can get a couple of Eagles and do some skins and some maybe two person best ball kind of stuff. So we're gonna get working on the details but uh, something to kind of look forward to if you're got nothing going on that weekend.
0: And the great part about that is uh, they have a gust on the Sims. It's very, it's good. And every SIM, I believe you can get in screen TV while you're playing and you can watch the masters. If we do it at the same time that the tournament's going on. So that's kind of sick.
1: Perfect.
2: Well, anything else, boys, Tim got to throw out there to like, and subscribe, share this podcast. Um, the more that that y'all follow us the more it helps so we can keep putting out excellent excellent well-prepared material like this and i can keep <laughs> going on golf trips uh, also take a listen to interviewing pete waldowski uh, he's the founder and uh, the publisher of amateurgolf.com. so more info on that coming later uh we'll be doing our inter- interview our, our sit down tomorrow night um, and that should be launched sometime later this week. Hopefully, tying him into the podcast into break eight even more, uh, with the hope that we go visit him at Goat Hill Park when I'm in the San Diego area here in about a week and a half. All right, sounds good. Anything else? Well, no. Hopefully, hopefully we're good enough at our our quest to qualify that we can even make it on his website one day. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> That'd be something.
1: Well, I guess uh, with that being said, the difference between uh, seventy nine and eighty. As Nick Watney found out, is everything. Maybe today's the day I break eighty. Want the ball to draw but it keeps
0: on fading. No OB and no bogeys. I gotta keep it on the eighty is the gold
1: waiting hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby. Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings. Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy. So punch out the rough in tune to break eighty.
0: Break eighty. 80. This guy's pretty
1: Break